Stupid Hearts Club is yours to enjoy for free wherever you get your podcasts. But if you've fallen deeply in love with the show, or me, even though that's a bit weird because we've never met, then you might want to consider supporting the show via patreon.com forward slash stupid hearts club for about five or a month you can indulge in your sick little fantasy that i am your very own little audio husband friend without ever having to deal with the fact that in real life i leave socks and half drunk glasses of water everywhere either way i'm very happy you're here so please enjoy the show And this week's guest, friend of the show, Alistair Griggs. Hmm. Well? Yep, hello. Hi. Yes. Yes, don't snigger. Oh, it's this, this, isn't it? Don't. But now it's in person. I'm here. Ladies and gentlemen. I can't even. Look. (laughs) I don't know how to start it. It's just a void. I don't know how to start it, but no. Um, Welcome to Stupid Hearts Club with this week's... That's the bit before this. Look, it's Stupid Hearts Club. I've forgotten how to do this. (laughs) I've just been completely thrown... The thing that's made sense and has allowed me to uh, settle in and now we're talking is I've put my microphone back on the little table in front of my sofa, which I guess I've now discovered is my safe spot for doing podcast. The last few weeks, when the, the reason we're doing this is because you're literally physically here, right? Yeah, I'm here. Because still even now, and it's probably going to be another three weeks till I fix it, um, the 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 Wi-Fi signal I have through my SIM card, it's not a dongle, it's something else, Wi-Fi, mobile wi I don't know what things are, right? That doesn't work. It doesn't get a sufficient enough 4G signal in this building to allow me to make a clean feed call, and it's been doing my nutting. So there's been a, a couple of failed podcasts and I've got lots of other things that I've had to sort out. So that's why there's been a lull in production, production, productivity, a bit grand calling this production, but there's been a lull in productivity, but I want you to not lose hope because absolutely the intention is for this to be fucking regular as clockwork and back up to full speed. And I have met lots of interesting, fun, cool fucking people down here in Hove and Brighton. And I'm not worried about us, uh, having regular guests and all that's going to be really really cool but I, I paused April billing because it just feels like it's taking the piss like people have paid a fiver and a two or three weeks it went wrong can they complain 
They can. They can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, like there is. You know, if you're on if you're on Patreon and you want to put a message on there saying, I'm "Not really getting much of my money here." I mean, people vote with their feet anyway. They go fuck this and they leave. Fair enough. Mm. But what I want to say is, I'm still determined to make it work for us who are Patreon in that little club. And I'm also, you know, these these episodes. There's two episodes that still need to go out in the wild from from uh, after Christmas or whenever they were. But uh, yeah, build trying to still gonna I'm still gonna be trying to build it slowly in the wild, hoping to catch new people who might want to go and check out Patreon. But what I would like to say is, where are we? We're like mid March. From today onwards, I'm I'm actually gonna make up some of the missing episodes and I'm going to do a solo and I'm hopefully do two next week as well I'm going to try and make up so there's not too many missing episodes but you have my you know my promise my pledge that uh, I'm going to get the rhythm going even if even if I have to wait and pull people in and have them here until the internet's sorted out or I'll just do solo um, just to make sure that there's something going out uh, so sorry for all that. It's a bit of housekeeping at the bottom, at the top, the bottom. Is it? Well, it's the top, isn't it? But why wouldn't you call it the bottom? Is, are you going to introduce me? <laughs> no, the most appalling introduction. It's, that was your preamble. Guess. Okay, we'll do it. Well, they should know who you are. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Say who you are. Alistair Griggs. Ladies but and like, you know, I've really felt like I was just sat here while you were talk, doing your customer services complaint. Well, you've got somewhere else to be. No. No. Yeah, that wouldn't you know have happened. That wouldn't have happened with, with a real guest. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't cough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they started already. I can see already. that spike yeah. in the audio by cough there. Look at that. Write that down where that needs to come out. <laughs> that's that's a post-production nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, most of you who listen to the show... Already know Alistair Griggs. Hi. Um, yeah, I moved, didn't I, from my little village down to the coast. Like, yeah, don't worry, guys. There's going to be a whole new universe of exciting Brightonians. And it's like, it's gone quiet for a few weeks. And then it's like, Alistair Griggs is here. He's found, <laughs> we've dragged him to the coast. Yeah. No, we've not seen each other for a bit. So it's been nice. We've been catching up and just fucking being angry at the world mm. but if you are old school and you've listened to a few Griggs episodes and especially if you've gone back and listened to our old podcast Sick Minds which we are maybe going to be doing some more of in the yeah. nearish future pending diaries and stuff that's something to look forward to um, a famous thing about Alistair with his quirks that we, that we uh, mercilessly mock is that he's not a fan of the sea and the seaside. So now he's had to come and visit me here. Earlier today, I made him stand in front of the seaside, took a couple of pictures. How did you feel? It was just as I expected. Mm. It was just a bit... I mean, yeah, I just thought, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. You don't get it. So you're looking at the sea thinking, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. Do you not think it's majestic and wonderful and like, wild and full of mystery and danger i think it's all those things but that's probably why i don't like it 
I, uh, you don't have to like big, it. Oh, yes, it's but, a yeah. giant body of water, <laughs> which doesn't stop churning. I, I don't, yeah. yeah, but how would it stop churning? I think the, the moon would have to be destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're off. <laughs> I never thought of that. Yeah. Would this planet survive if the moon was destroyed? I, there was a thing on this, actually. I think one of these stupid clickbait things, which I ended up just reading, you know, for one minute. Yeah. And it said basically that it would have, you know, a, enormous climate changes for the planet. But ultimately, it would be all right. <laughs> it felt like saying, oh, it would be a bit different. So would but the sea just be still like a well, lake? Yeah, uh, no, I think it would be, it would actually be more turbulent. Mm. So I think the moon gives a kind of, uh, you know, keeps it in check. Ah, so right. actually. And maybe the moon actually. So is this moon. why? I've, I've could be worse without the moon. Slightly disturbed. I'm sorry if this offends anyone, but I am slightly disturbed by what looks like a serious resurgence in uh, fetishizing astrology. Really? And oh yeah, loads. Like I'm seeing loads of people really uh, lean into uh, honouring. Um, what do you call it? Star sign talk again, oh. like openly, like it's a real thing. And I thought that had all been sort of put to bed as a <laughs> like kind Russell of... Grant just left, as in we left that in the well, yeah, nineties. But also because we went through that era of trendy um, God delusion, Richard Dawkins, super scientific kind of like anti sort of anti-fairy story mm. you know and it was like you know Hitchens and all that that whole culture of those years of everyone sort of uh, wrestling with religion and especially because religion can lead to extremism and whatever and it was like time to start having conversations that dismantle but it feels like with it in the social media universe any little niche thing can can gain traction again and, and is attractive to people so astrology looks like it's picked up some ground again but not like in the newspapers as a column but as a real you know the planets are over there so we're all probably feeling like that like, so there's still people leaning oh, into the idea yeah. of position of stars planets moons and water being a driver of vibe mm. and mood now from what you just said that's the first thing anyone's ever said where I've thought, oh, well, I wonder if, I wonder if there is anything in, not that, not that I would necessarily believe it, but I like just having, I'd like to hear what someone thinks who does believe in that shit. Because if, like, as you just said, if the moon genuinely keeps the sea calm, why wouldn't it have some sort of effect on other things like us? What are brains? I, I don't think it's as straightforward as the brain. If it can control, if it can affect water, right, which is just a body of stuff, can't it affect, you know, what's inside a body in terms of, I'm, I'm, I'm saying what, the, what I believe those people believe, that your waters are affected by positions of stars and moons and whatever. That's, that's what astrology is, isn't it? Yeah. I've got a home so in other words, we and the and the water in our guts is tidal, is is sort that can't of be true. appears to it's be. It's like a wave. It's just <laughs> but that's what Journey. people think is like Mercury's in retrograde. Have you heard that one? Oh yeah, that's the worst. 
Mercury's in retrograde. What, what Therefore, obviously, mean? this is happening because Mercury's. Well, what does it actually mean? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like press pause and Google it. I'm gonna like talk shit if that's all right with yeah, everyone. Yeah. Okay. Make it up. From what I understand, that is just sort of like a particular part in the lunar cycle or in the in the whatever astrological cycle where the planet Mercury is in a phase of its movement where when that happens, the people that believe in astrology... Am I talking about astrology or astronomy? Astrology. Uh, yes. That means that there's a certain energy that comes with that that means that unlucky shit and things not being aligned tends to happen. So people say, oh, you know, this is this is Mercury in retrograde. It, what They use that as a way of explaining... Or someone will say, oh, this week nothing's gone right. Oh, I bet you Mercury's in retrograde. And then they check and they go, oh, it is. That means that's <laughs> definitely true. But, but Mercury is just a, a, quite a small body of metallic rock <laughs> near the sun. I mean... I know what it is. <laughs> but some people believe that that our relationship to the universe and sort of to the solar system, I guess, can't be the whole universe. Astrology must be about our solar system, right? Oh. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just then so small. So, in other words, out. where where we are at, at the uh, in a cycle of some sort, in, a, in relation to the other planets and the sun and gravity and all of that shit, people believe that it, that it is a credible source of potential explanations for how shit's going in your life well i mean there might be it's some... a heavy one for me I, I i can't get on board with it personally no i'd like it to be true well it would help a bit wouldn't it would you believe that sooner than you would believe in god yes so you'd put astrology above god yeah i would i think i would or i always i would say that what i've always thought gladly <laughs> I've always been of a, of a thinking that uh, the big thoughts, the God thoughts, are just in in the li- in line with uh, the written religions that we know of or that are uh, alive at the moment. They just it just seems ridiculous to me because they contradict each other. So they're like you've got to choose one. So then that's like already the answer is that it can't be that because they're all saying different things, right? But because I've been listening to like some really deep stuff from this geezer Alan Watts and the podcast that his son puts up with his old teachings and all these like lectures about Eastern philosophy and Tao or the Tao as it's called and um, some Buddhism and listening to some of these ancient philosophies from the mouth of just someone lecturing about them and who knows theology like He's like a theology master. Uh. The more stuff I hear that comes from ancient wisdom, the more it feels like it makes more sense than modern sort of Western science. Really? Some, yeah, in ter- or at least in terms of like giving you a framework to understand things to help you just sort of let go of trying to control things and let the universe do its thing. It's like I'm finding it really genuinely deeply relaxing but it would never put me on to like one religion or a god or whatever but then also i don't know how we've, we've jumped into this straight away but fine we'll follow it um when i however well or articulately brian cox can 
he's quite frustrated when he explains to mere mortals how the <laughs> the mathematics of the universe and the Big Bang and all that. So I've watched. I sometimes go off and watch videos about all that stuff, but I'm not capable of understanding it because it's so complex mathematically. Mm. But but also that you know, however incredible the uh, I don't know, is it geometry that supports all that stuff? Is it's impenetrable to try and understand it with a normal brain or with my brain anyway, but also it only goes up to a point and then there's no information for what is beyond that. So then they are just hypothesizing on what happens before the Big Bang or what's outside the universe or mm. how there can be an outside of a universe or what is what's around the space before there's a universe and so what does the universe grow into and then you get people who are far, far, far cleverer than I could even ever hope to be. I don't think I'd, it could even I'd read a book about it. I would just get a headache and have to put it down. I need the idiot proof videos simplifying it for me to understand. Right. But I just can't get my head around past the basic idea that however brilliant all the science is about understanding the universe, the observable universe, mm. nobody has got any answers beyond what they think is the Big Bang being the beginning. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, vol that's just volume one. And you go, well, what's before that? And they go, we're not, they're not even studying that or not able to study that. So that, that feels like a pretty... Well, we're, but isn't that because a, we can't comprehend time not existing? Because the Big Bang was also the start of time. Yeah, but only because they've they, they've worked out probably when that happened, so that's fair enough. So you go right, reverse all the way back there, and there's the time beginning. We go, yeah. yeah, but when did that happen? Well, so, well, well, you can't say there 13? wasn't time. No, you can't say there wasn't time before that. But no, that literally they think they they, they think it didn't exist. <laughs> Fuck off. No, but it's called, it's space time. Space. Well, time. it's space time. It's space time when you put like a foil hat on and say it's no, space time. It's sp <laughs> Come on, everybody. No, space Who time. wants a blue snack? Go on, then. Space time. Say what that is, then. That's the Einstein thing, I think, which is that... Oh, well, we go. Well, well, time slows down uh, as, it, as a, it passes over a big enough object. Time passes over an object. Space time does. <laughs> wait, wait. Go on. Oh, explain it. Right, this is from Brian Cox. Yeah, he said, "Imagine it. Uh, there's a giant rock in a river, right? Right. Now the um, the and the water flowing through the river is time. Now as the water passes over the rock, as mm. you observe it, the yeah. water sort of slows down, doesn't it? And then and then continues and then speeds Don't say up. doesn't it? Trying to make me um, <laughs> yeah. commit to things. Yeah, yeah. Well, you I don't will, know whether it does or not. Fucking commit to this, right? <laughs> and and <laughs> it slows down. Well, that's space time slowing down so that's why time <laughs> no keep going i like it time it, uh, gets faster the further you go away from earth that's hence why in planet of the apes the original one charlton heston whoa the, whoa whoa the, the planet of the apes yeah page two of your explanation of the universe and and the laws within it and you're so confidently telling me what everything is yeah and you're fucking going to Planet of the Apes. It's quite a good representation. Go he leaves Earth and goes, you know, millions of miles away, I think. Yeah. And then the clock rapidly increases. So when he returns to Earth, like millions of years have passed. 
he thinks he's arrived on an alien planet. No, he hasn't. He's arrived on Earth, like I think, like a million years later. And apes yeah. rule. Right, but that's so you're saying that that's theoretically possible, Planet of the Apes, because if you do go far away enough, yeah, time, time changes, yeah. and you'd you'd be coming back, going right. It must be our five now, and, and you're, it, oh, it's not our yeah, five. You, everyone you know is dead. <laughs> Just be careful. <laughs> Just be careful what you're saying. You turn up at your house. You, you, the glee that you said that with them is really worrying. It wasn't like, yeah, and like, just just so you know, and don't take this the wrong way, but when you think about everyone you know would be dead, you're just like, everyone you know is dead. Yeah. Finally, you got to say it to me. That's all you want, isn't that it? That was the context. All you want is for... the perfect context. All you, wa- you. all you want is for me to have nobody yes. other than you. Everyone you know is dead. So, if you've been following Griggs and I's episodes or this show generally, (laughs) you'll know that Griggs and I have a a really odd um, comic relationship, which we we did some interesting talking about and worked through the difference between comedy dynamics and real dynamics and all that, Mm. and we did all that. But what's interesting is that um, we've we've, we've reached quite a peaceful place where we can still keep the silly game going and the joke. But Alistair's grown in his confidence as an individual, which has got nothing to do with me at all. Um, but I am vaguely threatened by it. But I don't think I think it's gone. It's like I can't catch it anymore. It's, it's and yeah. you're sitting here saying everyone, everyone you know will die. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, with that in mind, yeah. Do you think that there is any? Um, not to excuse the pun, but is it remotely possible that any astrological science could hold any water? Well, maybe, because literally, I mean, I've, I've given this hardly any thought, but the, the universe have all, you know, gigantic cosmic forces, and who's to say that they do not have some sort of effect on our body? I mean, we're just pathetic. Yeah. So if you look at the stars, like, look at a black hole. <laughs> How awesome that is compared yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. It's existence. It's the first well. time I've ever heard you admit that something's better than you. Mm. Bigger, I said, not better. <laughs> <laughs> not, no uh, black hole is better than me. All right. <laughs> it's bigger. More awesome? It, literally, it's awesome. As in, it is full of awe. <laughs> but but, it's but not, in terms it's not of awesome. who's, who's mo- the most awesome, it's yeah, probably it, still you. Equal. Yeah, okay. if not slightly leading to me. <laughs> okay, keep going. Well, then I'm sure it has. Maybe it does have an effect on me. Like I do. I, I like, think it's um, have a, a bigger effect on to, you than you realise. Yeah, I've always wanted to have a telescope because I like looking at the stars. I've got like Sky Map on my phone, so I, I study it a bit. I look at them and I do go, <clears> oh wow, like that star is. And you well, look up a star. Why haven't you got one? And then? you see. And also, the, the light pollution is, is a problem where I live. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. But you, you see the star and you go, that star is 800 light years away. Oh, it's incredible. I love it. So I'm looking at the past. I'm yeah. looking at 800 years ago. Yeah. I love that. that. All that. By the way, although you, you did look utterly unmoved by the sea today, which was quite choppy and rough, and the sun... The sun, it's like windy, a bit grey, but where there's a bit of sun, the sea could not look more dramatic, actually. It was like twinkling, but, 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 raging but a little I, bit. I, I don't think it can compare with a star. 
if, imagine if you were at, somehow like you were able to stand at the I'm, same distance. I wasn't distance. comparing it to a star. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> you stood there and you felt nothing. But when you whatever whatever however old a star is, it's just like the difference between looking at a piece of rice and a, and a mountain. Because that star's so far away. You yeah, just but if I was able to somehow get to the same distance as I was from the sea, the star would be yeah incredible. Fair enough. But then if you were over there, but looking back at the sea, then you'd be like, oh, that's incredible. That little planet. I, don't that, think that, I, would. <laughs> <laughs> I still think you hate water. That's your problem. Yeah, you've got no. Have. You've got no respect for water. I've never liked swimming. I've never liked... I almost drowned at Watford Springs. Well, there you go. That's what this is. <laughs> You've Everything comes back to Watford Springs, Have I it? mentioned that? Um, I don't know if I have. I have asked you before whether you can swim, and I think... I think I said it. We had one of our, like, coquettish, weird bullying um, <laughs> yeah. conversations where I was, like, mocking you for not being able to swim. I'm not great. But the, I, I believe you should respect water so that it doesn't kill you. Well, what, what do you mean? Like, what, like every day? Like, <laughs> no! Well, I respect to... it, as in... Like, well, I don't respect it. Of course I don't respect How can you respect water? Well, you have to, otherwise it'll kill you. It doesn't get what? Like, from the tap? Is it going to come out and get me? Well, no, but uh, you could fall into a body of water and then not what, know what to do because you're such an idiot. And how, you're so how, arrogant. How, how, how you're like, no, I'm not swimming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then they're I like... I feel like I'm playing its game. It would want me to swim. It would want you to swim. It would want you to swim. I'd want you to swim. But you'd be like that. I refuse to take part in... I refuse to take part in this... I don't see how I'd fall into a body of water. Well, I think that would just be, there you go. You know. I think pretty much everyone who's ever drowned probably said that. Oh, I can't see how I would ever... They, they were asking for... Like, you can't, you can't be... Asking for it. Well, they, they were like... <laughs> Come on. This Drowning is... is just like, oh, really? <laughs> come on, come on. Drowning is what? Sorry. Well, that like you got like, how do you drown? How how, <laughs> how, do, you, how do you how do you get yourself in that position? I mean, there's unless all different on ones. Boat, unless you're on a boat, but you know, people who drown are usually they went in they they were surfing and then they were like, oh, I shouldn't have gone out, and then they end up going, oh, help me. <laughs> oh god. I mean, that really is like, oh, come on. Yeah, there is. Well, that's what I mean by respect the water, though. Right. Well, yeah, I get. So, that. in other words, if you're going to go and do that, and apologies to anyone who, <laughs> yeah, who I don't even want to even say it out loud. Yeah. What you're saying is so appalling. But this is this is this show is appalling. So yeah. you know, Come if you on. want to complain about anything you hear in this show, I'm just going to say just don't, because <laughs> it is going to be this bad and worse forever. Yeah. But yeah, if you're going to. If you're going to stand on a, effectively what's like an ironing board in a little rubber suit going, oh, I'm invincible, I can I can fly. <laughs> I can fly. Oh, look, there's a tunnel made out of water. I'm going to go through yeah. this because that's fun. I know it looks fun, doesn't it? Yeah, going on a fairground ride's fun, but, but you know... You're not, you know, you falling in isn't going to mean that some fucker has to get in a helicopter and come and find you. Oh. Yeah. Well, I feel the same about mountaineers, to be honest. If you're going to, yeah. if we go in there, nothing winds me up more than like a fucking, what are they called, that, that go down the big holes in an oh, abseiling yeah. cunt. Co-steering, is it? Or cave, caving? Caving. Pot, pot, pot dwelling? Pot holing. Pot, pot dwelling. Pot dwelling. <laughs> 
<laughs> pot shedding. Shed. Yeah, them. Um, yeah, and people yes. who the people who like to go up on an expedition and then a load of other people have to go and endanger their lives in a blizzard to oh. try and pull them off. And it's like, not like, I'm so sorry, I was just trying to get this aid to the people at the top. It's like, oh no, we decided that it would be rather an interesting challenge to try and do this literally impossible endeavour mm. because we've all got enough money to not have to have a proper job. So uh, anyway, look, one of us has fallen several thousand feet and will never be found again. Could you possibly arrange a helicopter and a load of St. Bernard's? <laughs> <laughs> and um, oh, look, I understand the attraction, high octane stuff, but you know, think of the fucking rescuers. Yeah, it does. It does piss me off that. Think, you know, if you're gonna swim in the sea, like don't go very far, <laughs> and maybe have a little thing with you that if it, if you start struggling, grab onto it and you'll float. Like you know. That's respect to me. That's respecting the water. Not knock anyone who's drowned. Alistair is. I'm not. Let's make that clear. Mm. <clears throat> but you nearly drowned in Watford. So what's your fucking excuse? <laughs> well, uh, it's because I was. I think I was about nine, and I was. I came out of the river rapids section, and uh, panicked as I was sort of stuck in the current. The thing which annoyed me the most was I was. I was literally drowning in front of a lifeguard. He couldn't. Bother, <laughs> he, wouldn't he couldn't even look. I was trying to uh. shout help. And he was looking down. He was he was just some idiot, just mm. going. Mm. And I, found, <laughs> I think I think that gave me a sort of lifelong distrust. Of, yeah, I think it sounds of like any it. Sort of uh, you know authority figure. I was like, oh yeah, that idiot. Yeah, he the uh, I think you've got you've got water issues. Mm. Fair enough. It does sound like the sort of this is a valid reason. What was this place called? Watford what? Watford Springs. Does that was, still exist? No, long gone, long gone. Was it all like them slides that go out of the yeah. building and then back into yeah, it? Yeah, and you yeah. could see, yeah, like that. the plastic, you'd see like a yeah. silhouette. I fucking yeah. know that used to be the most, the most exciting thing that I could ever see as about a nine, ten year old. Slides. Was a water slide emerging from a building's brickworks and then back into it. Yeah. <laughs> like there was one in Blackpool like that and someone like, There'd be various, there'd be, there's a handful of years where a birthday party was one of a few things. It was like five aside, fancy dress maybe, a trip to a theatre or something, yeah. or someone who's, whose parents have got to take you all to like water slide place. Absolutely fucking incredible. And I was spoilt because there was a period of my life where I lived in Spain, in Marbella. And we were swimming all the time and there was like water slides, but the first water slides were like concrete and you were on a mat. And if you came off it, that was pretty fucking bad. <laughs> but then they then they dis then they realised plastic was better. Mm. But they, they weren't tunnels, they weren't tubes. And they had they Just had to pipes. Yeah, and there was people going up the side and then oh, coming off the end and fucking God. you know, being carted off to hospital. But then so I was like I thought I was a water slide aficionado. And then came back to England and went to places like Real and Prestatyn, Real Sun Centre, and they had really sorted their fucking water slide game out in this country. Not that anything ever touched Aqua Park. Have you ever been to one? Like when you like you like sort of fairgrounds Aqua Park and in Mallorca. Well, there's di there's ones in different I've been places. To one in Mallorca, yeah, there's uh, one. I think the one I went to would have been either Fuengirola or Torremolinos, or somewhere on the coast, because I was in the Costa del Sol a lot. But that to me was like a hundred times more, I think on balance, more exciting to me than a fairground. But you're a fairground man, aren't you? Mm, theme park. 
not fucking around. <coughs> well, uh, is there a difference? Yes, enormously. No, there isn't. Enormously. Yeah, no, a theme park is... Other than it's been concreted down a no, bit. No, 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 no. A theme park is a static location usually run by a corporation. Yeah, well, I know that, the but it's still the same things on it, making you go upside a down. mobile venture. Yeah, I know what that is. run... Yeah, but it's got the same things community. in it. Yeah, I know, but once you once you go, right, we're going on this then, and they'd strap you in, and then you... No, it's different. It's the same. No, 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 no. You don't know. Do you not like fairgrounds? I don't mind them, but I always sort of feel that you're going you're gonna to die. If you're going to mm. die on a ride, it will be at a fairground. But isn't that sort of the point? Like You've got to feel like you're going to die, and then you don't, and you go, that was amazing. No, 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 no. I, don't, I, I just simply like being moved around. <laughs> uh, Actually, but you, but you do the, the, get moved around at the fairground. But I no, I just I feel more safe at a theme park. But you want to move, you want to be moved around, but safe, feel safe. Yeah, I don't really feel the safety at a fun fair. That's interesting because well, as a thrill seeker, I'm talking about you, not me. You'd think it would be like it doesn't matter what it is, just get me on there, like fuck. Yeah, it's oh, it, like like someone who's got like into different drugs, and then it's like, oh fuck, I really went for it last week, and I went to a fairground that wasn't safe, but I got my hit of danger. No. So, oh god, that's weird. I can't understand that. No, mine is very much a legal high. A legal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, if it was, that's the case. Oh god, but like, all right. So, what's the most extreme m- being moved around in a safe? Um, consenting legal environment that you've felt. What? Well, specifically. Yes. Zadra roller coaster at Energylandia, in Zeta, Poland. But every bit of you felt Mar- this. That nothing can go wrong. Um, absolutely, it was brilliant. But it was. You're right. It was at the. It was the precipice of doom. But it felt good. But you basically your trust in that corporation and in the sort of the fixtures and fittings and the. The general standard of staff and all that made you think that nothing can go wrong, so you feel safe. Yeah. But on a fairground, your prejudices kick in. Yeah. And you're basically like, I'm going to die here because these people don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So you're basically choosing sort of, you're, you're choosing Costa and Starbucks over an independent coffee chain there, aren't you? You see, that's what I like about those places over an independent coffee chain. What you like, like a crap sort of like Costa, because you feel like the, the it's a big enough operation that it knows what it's doing. Yes. Yeah, but it also waters down the product to I, not being artisanal or yeah, quality of any sort. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me. So you're basically I, I, <laughs> you. All you want is safety. Yes. But. But you want safety. But you want the illusion that you're being risky. By being moved around a bit by a corporation. I think that sums me up quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I can't, I can't lord it on you in terms of thrill seeking because I'm a fucking wuss. I, 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 I now worry if I went on any sort of roller coaster type thing that mm, my neck muscles would give in or my lungs would collapse <laughs> or something, and I just wouldn't be able to do yeah. it. But, but in terms of. Um, Preferring a big, bland operation against a, a chichi home, you know, homemade cottage industry. Like I just find that so charming. 
but on every level I prefer that like where I've got a bakery up that I just showed you down the end of my road or across the road from me called Sugar Dough in Hove and it's just fucking adorable and the, co the, the stuff in there is better and lovingly made and they won't overreach themselves and become a faceless big corporation the stuff is better like you don't benefit in any way from what you get in a Costa or a Starbucks. It's shit. How is it, that stuff it, better? It's predictable. Like McDonald's, it's predictable. I'll give you but that. But that's what I like. Yeah, but if you can predict that something's shit, where's the what's? But I don't think it's bad. It's it is shit. shit. Why is that place better? Oh, this this comes back to you not not liking food though, doesn't well, it? Not, no, I just I don't I don't see why. Well, it is better. You know, like there is. It's it's measurable whether something's like better ingredients and more people eating it would go, Christ, this is the real deal. This is really good. This really tastes of something and is higher in nutrition and whatever. And, and you know, just isn't made by a huge conglomerate that ultimately is serving a fucking boardroom. But you love all that. Oh, God. I, you know, I try so hard to, to, to turn this into a wholesome friendship over the last year. And you just sit there like an evil fucking dictator, waving through all the big contracts. Just wave them all through. Yes, the, there's no reason for us to uh, support <laughs> support small to medium enterprises in this country anymore. There won't be any need for that. <laughs> just wave them in. In you come, Bezos. In you come. Is that what? Is that how it works? If you were in charge of this country. I don't know. I think but the thing is with the independent thing, if I see an independent store, I get worried. The first thing I think You of, get worried. I go I go, first of all, I have this fear in me, which is like, Oh, do they take cards? And literally that's the thing which yeah, well, I they go, mainly do. So there's the end of that. Go well, on. Well well good. Yeah. But then I go, Oh what is it? I don't. I just. I just don't trust it. What is it? So you don't. You because you don't already know what is on the menu. You get nervous and think, I don't know what it is. This is going to be their version, like a sort of cover version of a song that you know. Go, oh, who's this? Who, why is this the same song as that? But now it's Avril Lavigne doing just, it. Oh, we've 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 reached uh, an awkward lull. I'm going to sit in this, sit in the silence. <laughs> What could possibly be scary about a cute little cafe that someone has sort of like built up with their little bit of savings and then they've gone, oh, I'm really good at making soup or like I started making those grilled cheese sandwiches when we, when we were in lockdown and then everyone was going, these are great. Like... So, I, I, you know, and then I've gone and bought the like kooky furniture myself and uh... like it to me that is beautiful. Really? Yeah, literally. Oh, I can't imagine. I just I look at that and I think I feel like they're going to screw me over. What more than a corporation? Yes, and that's no doubt you. I've been brainwashed. Uh, honestly, I try so hard, and I'm not going to make it nasty because that no, feels no, like we've done it. that joke. But but you, you're wrong. That's what I'm going to say. You're wrong. You are putting more faith. I think you're putting you more faith. it. <laughs> 
you love you love all the like oh look at this you're the one thing. who gets a boner for like the starbucks menu because you can predict it in a oh i'm i'm in a different city and that that uniform thing hasn't changed so i don't have to yeah, be but scared what's gonna be the difference like you, you're gonna go in an independent cup and you'll go oh what's this oh look, it's gonna be well you, you can have it's you can have an infinite number of it's different experiences across the world in different like locations because it's like this is the local like say like i drop you in south korea yeah right seoul and i go you gotta to come to this place that independent place will be like nothing like one in another place in another place germany um fucking seville what, Hove, of, what, right so what? so as a mass as you get 300 cafes that are all different and have a different experience that is a better thing i bet the difference is negligible bollocks I bet the difference is finite. But ultimately, finite you know, isn't negligible. What, what is it? You, you know, they've got chairs, they've got tables. <laughs> no, but like, if you've got five hundred of exactly the same thing, what you do is you kill culture. You kill the difference between cultures. Whereas every independent you perfect, place, you perfect culture. <laughs> oh God, you are you, tr- you are truly evil. I've evil. given you so much rope over the last few years to try and improve yourself and you sit here trying to convince everyone that they must be spoon-fed their gruel that the uniform gruel that you've you've scientifically worked out is um is 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 adequate for everybody yes here's your here's your flat white that is like also mass production is is just literally definitely provably shit stuff compared to like if you just take it as wine and i'm not a wine expert yeah but like you know fucking table wine like you know whatever ernesto gallo wine (laughs) yeah yeah right is a far inferior product to some like fucking lovingly reared little vineyard that is like smaller and independent or whatever like it literally makes a better product same with our animals and farming and you know the I bet it will cost more for their independent wine, which is like, oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, it prob- that's probably true. But if you take it right down to the logical conclusion, it's like um, you're talking about kind of like people being self-sufficient and organic and all that, right? Hmm. Which I think, if you really reduce it down, and we all did that, I I I, I get a bit misty-eyed about that. I think that'd be great. Then, when you think about it, you wouldn't need to like go and work and do bullshit to get that stuff. Your job would be to create the sort of food and the wine and the, you know, just to exist doing that. And that be that would be the work. I think that's a nice existence. Well, pastoral. How, how, how would we? Well, yeah. <laughs> I do. Well, but how would we? Would we just regress a bit to where like that was what society was. But how would we get things? What things? You wouldn't need things. That's the whole point. How would I get a television? We might might not have them anymore. We might just go back to storytelling. That's nonsense. (laughs) That's just insane. But there must be a happy medium somewhere on that line where you can go, all right, we'll still have people that do things and we'll still have some of the things, but we can can bring... Actually, it's interesting we're saying this because we're saying it in a sort of jokey way, but where do we go after environmental Armageddon? I think it is going to have to get more self-sufficient, and um, that'll be the thing which will annoy me the most about half the world dying. Yes. That you'll have to try a bit harder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the moment you know, like actually, I tell you what makes me the 
the most depressing thought yeah. is seeing myself. I've survived the apocalypse, yeah. and now I have to. I'm seeing myself, and I'm bending over to plant a seed. That that makes me go, oh god. Have you ever done any gardening? No, because most people that do any form, even if it's just like plant pots on the fucking terrace, something in you when you're doing that, or something in yeah, most people. On, wait, let me finish. When you're doing that, there's something that's like. This is fucking pure. This feels. This is right. This is. This feels like, you know. There's a link to that, and I get the same feeling looking at the sea. I think there's like a, there's an ancient link to when we were first, emerging from just sort of being animals, where we've we've gone. There is a wonder to this thing, and working out that you can, plant that, and then that grows, and then if we put them in a row, then you get a few of them, and then we can all eat that problem solving thing and staring at the sea going what the fuck is that how can we get in it can we go across it what is it I just think infinitely wonderful you're not into it oh. I mean you'll look, I've yeah. never seen you look at me with so much contempt as you've got on your face right now it's actually scaring me a bit <laughs> you're talking about like you only like the gardening because you don't have to do it but imagine if you had to, then it would just be like, oh, God, right, that I've might be true. To, I've got to do, and the sea, I, do, I cannot, I cannot believe it. I mean, literally nearly everybody ever is like, oh my God, put me near the sea and whatever. And you're just like, I cannot believe it. What do you think people are thinking when they like it? Not me, just like other people. I, I, they like probably the, the sound. Oh, I just, I just, <laughs> I don't know. It's just... But like, if you were like on a sunbed with a book, a good book, mm. and then you go, you look up and you go, I'm not, I'm not in the horrible, dirty, like, I'm not on Oxford Street trying to avoid people, mm. you know, trying to cram myself onto a train and get home, and then it's like, God, I've got to go shopping. Do you not look up in that situation and go, Oh, this is so relaxing. This is like. And I'm by the sea. You're by the sea. The sea's in front of you. You're reading your book. The calmness of the of the ocean is around you. And then you put your book down and you just look at it for a few minutes and just go, look at that horizon. It's just... It's just far. It's just the distance. <laughs> it's just far. I wouldn't mind, if, as long as the sea is relatively quiet, like that was too loud. If it was yeah, yeah. just a gentle, gentle churn, mm. maybe Lap, just lapping very yeah, gently. Yeah, but not too like over rocks, like not like going, you know. Yeah, that. Yeah. Then, then, then I'll be all right. But anything apart from that, does I'll it just... not awaken the poet in you? Like, say you're in Cornwall and you look down the cliffs, and those rocks are just getting battered, and there's like foam everywhere. Like to me, I will stare at that. And immediately this like thing will kick in where I'm like, I need to be next to a fire in a pub writing fucking lyrics or something. You know, it like brings up that like, because it looks, I think what it is for me is like when you see something like that, you know you wouldn't survive it. So it makes me, it puts me in sort of, uh, it puts me in a sort of frame of mortality and, and eternity. I think that's probably what I don't like about it. Yeah. It's just... The eternal. But the eternal, I find that's why I was talking about this Alan Watts geezer. So there's a, I, I think I mentioned this. Hmm. Did I say this to you on the phone earlier? 
can't remember who I was talking to. But um, when we were talking about existing and not existing, and there was a quote about from some writer, um, and the quote was, someone can tell me who it is, um, they, the, the way they look at their life that helps them not get take it all too seriously and get intense and worried about what the point is, is that your life is a, a brief interruption in your non-existence. And that everything else, the universe, yeah. time, everything that you we were lauding it like before, like you you understand it all. And the water never stopping and whatever happened before, all of it is so huge and so fucking amazing and truly awesome that I, I actually, instead of being freaked out by that, I've started to feel profoundly like that means that I shouldn't worry about anything because this really is just like a blip. All of that is much bigger than me and my bit is just like, well, just fuck, just like be glad you're here and sort of... um try and enjoy the bits and pieces you like while you're here because there is no there is no getting your head around how big that really is the fact that we're just one ant or one tiny little pinhead of a of an existence in the in the wider story of everything ever don't you think it's, oh. does that scare you yeah does it yeah uh, well would you like to come back I, I, it's not whether I want to come back I think it would be stupid to assume that you do. So therefore, really, truly, fully take in how amazing it is that you get. I mean, even though I, don't, I believe that whatever we are seeing and living is some weird, not simulation, but I do understand that we've got limits to what our senses are. Mm. So I'm intrigued by what is it that we don't know that is huge and beyond our comprehension. And that, to me, would answer the question, what is God? So it's like, whatever the answer to that is, to me, that is what God is. That's got nothing to do with written religions or or um, theology or anything. It's just like, clearly, you, both of us could look at an ant and go, well, it, we know it's what its limitations are. Mm. We don't really think about our limitations. We think because we're the best one on the planet, like mm. you, the way you hate all the animals, mm. and you think you're above them. Yeah. But you're like looking at them animals from about an inch above them. Like, what about the limitations of what we're capable of experiencing? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, once you but... start thinking about that, it's like, it's so infinite. Yeah. Infinite knowledge, or whatever you want to call it, that to me, whatever that is, there's obviously clearly there's bigger. There's there's if the one thing I'd love you say, would you like to come back? I wouldn't like to come back. But I would wish I could just sort of like um, move myself up time to go and s to go and see some stuff that we've not discovered yet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To see what the point, what how the point of view changes. You know, you like you mentioned Einstein. I mean, how long ago is he? What twenties? Twenty thirties, yeah. So we feel like he unlocked the secrets of everything. He didn't. Mm. He's just a one bloke who knew some stuff. <laughs> one bloke who knew some stuff. Do you know what I mean? Or like, and, and, yeah. only, and only in the context of maths via the human mind. Yeah. Right? So like, who else is coming down the pipe who is going to blow everything that we thought we knew out of the water? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, the, the, the beginnings of it is all this sort of quantum stuff and like, um, is it called dark matter? Yeah. Like the space between the spaces and like like dimensions, basically. Well, like, like there've been. Oh gosh. Yeah, there's like 
I don't know. I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to explain it. But but yeah, there there are, there are people out there talking about the dark matter um, frequency of the universe as being something beyond what we usually measure. It's like they've they think they've found a way, you know, that it might be theoretically possible for I don't know fucking time travel or for thoughts to move or I don't know. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like there's some really weird shit out there. But however amazing and that knowledge is, when I when I watch a some sort of science dork very confidently explain that with you know, like a science teacher with mm. quarks and fucking mm. protons and whatever else. Um, I just always think, however amazing that is, the most incredible, amazing person there's ever been is still got the limits of just having a human fucking brain <laughs> and, and and eyes, ears, like those few senses that we've got. Yeah. Like I just think there's probably so much more than all that that we we we, we could never comprehend it. And that to me is instead of being scared of it, I'm just like, wow. I quite like the idea of being completely insignificant. It takes the pressure off, doesn't it? Mm. I think Yeah, I, I I don't know. You've gone all quiet and scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Okay. It's like, good. Mm. Yeah. Do you worry about being insignificant as yeah. a as a being? I don't mean as a compared to me. Do you know what I mean, though? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Is that a fear, like, oh, why am I here then? Well, yeah, I mean, I was just here because my parents... Oh, parents don't start sense. talking about that again. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, no, I know that. No, we all, that's, we've all got that one, but the, the deeper purpose oh. one, like, you know, that, that leads people to be really sad, I just don't think it's worth being sad about, is my point. Like, oh, God, why then? What am I, what am I, what's my place? It's just like that's not relevant to me now. I've sort of like transcended. Not, I don't know if it's not transcended. It might be. It's just a coping mechanism that's working <laughs> better than being depressed, better than being fucking suicidal. I tell you that much. Mm. But genuinely, I look at it and I think uh, I'm quite happy with the idea that not only am I any better than any other human or animal, but I'm literally no more. In the grand scheme of the whole universe and the life, like just the idea of life and whatever it is, like it started and off we went and everything's, all of this is like something that's snowballed from that, right? Mm. If that's the case, then I am literally no more important than a fucking blade of grass. <laughs> but that's actually helping me feel all right instead of making me go, oh my God, I'm no more important than a blade of grass. Oh shit, why am I thinking this? Now I'm depressed. Instead, I'm like, Oh, that's good. There's less pressure on me now because everything is everything. That's that um, is in my very sort of like mealy mouthed way. Feels to me what what some of those Eastern philosophies have always been saying mm. that like if that true true enlightenment is about getting in tune with that. So it's like all oh, right, it's fine because you have no control over any of it, and you're just like you're just a part of it. That's all. It's fucking fine. I'm I'm like properly digging that, and I I want to get more into it and learn more about it and become a bit weird. Is that is that like the op? Uh, we are opposite in lots yeah. of, and that's fine because I like talking about it. But what does that make you think of? 
Well, it's tough because I think my natural thing is to have control. So I'm hearing that going, no, <laughs> no. But the, yeah, but the why someone who's into that stuff would try and encourage someone to look into it and then see if they can go with it is because the need to control is what's making lots of people unhappy. And so if you can get to a point where you can fully let go and realise you don't have to control anything, mm. literally you don't have to control anything, then your mind can start to go, whoa, fucking hell, now I can concentrate on feeling good and being happy to be alive and to appreciating small things. And, you know, that's sort of like when you think of like what our Western version of like everyone doing mindfulness and meditation, all of that is about taking people closer to that, isn't it? About like calm down and tune yeah. in and do the... So like, I don't know whether I'll ever really get seriously into it, but uh, I don't know. It's sort of like made sense to me in the bit, the few bits of... Uh, yeah, again, I mean specifically, this has all come from listening to Alan Watts um, being in the way, being in the way with Alan Watts and actually what that means, um, it's the title that his son's given the podcasts, being in the way of yourself. Mm. So basically everything, all that control bit for all of us, I'm not going to like point you out because I'm not sure you can take it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like getting over yourself to realise all that stuff is seen you know, in those circles as the highest state of being for a human being. What do I do? Well, you could start by stop sh like being angry at the sea. I'm not angry. And preferring at the sea. preferring I'm Starbucks not... to in to independent to sugar no, dough. That's not the way to enlighten. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like, um, no, what I'm I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. It doesn't matter, does it? No, it does not. <laughs> it's about <laughs> one job. Yeah, but you're saying, what shall I do? I'm not going to tell you what to do anymore because I think you're doing quite a good job of, uh, you know, self you, Well, you've you've grabbed yeah you've grabbed your story, haven't you? In the last, again, if anyone's listened to the, any of the older shows, I've been massively into self reflection and that journey and whatever for years, and um, I don't want to speak for you, but is it okay to say that uh, in 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 the last year or two? You've you've uh, mm. peered peered into into yeah. a bit of that. Yeah. And, uh, yes. How are you feeling for it? Way better. That's good. Much better. Yes, the self acceptance of it. Yeah, but you have to keep the thing is it's you have to keep working at it. Yeah. You don't get to the end. No, there's no. no end. There is no. Oh, no, that's that? all right though. That's it. You go. Oh, there's no end. I reckon that's okay. There's no end. Just it's like. Until Try and be end. Yoda, basically. It's like, just like you know you're in tune with something and that there is always more to learn and you can keep growing and all you can do is learn that stuff and talk about it with other people and then collectively people can learn or it helps younger people or whatever. But are you, are you enjoying feeling like you know yourself a bit more? Yes, I do. Because I used to... And also, I'm not so concerned about feelings of death, <laughs> mm. which I used to have a sort of like a resentment towards. <laughs> like I'd be like, oh, I can't believe it. You can't believe. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's that's the big. That's the number one 
big thing hanging over us all, isn't it? The mortality. Oh. But I still struggle with it. I still struggle with the fact that I cannot, like, just that. How's it still? Yeah, it's like how's it still that? Yeah, that is how's the the, and there's it's and everyone and I really everything and everyone. Oh, just. But isn't that that's part of what I'm saying? It's like all right, so that's so definite that there's no point thinking of yourself as I can't believe how definite it is. Yeah. That's the thing. They're just going, oh no. <laughs> it is like a bad joke, isn't it? Yeah. Because you get to ignore it a lot. Oh. But, but it's <laughs> everything. <laughs> I remember, yeah, last, yeah, I don't want to get into things, but, but really like being scared of it to the point where I was like, going, could you, no, no, Nick, can you do something? Can you, can you, can you yeah, help well, me? I, I can help you, yeah, Alistair. There's nothing. Here, drink your, drink oh. your spoonful of hemlock. <laughs> Will this make me better? Yes. Oh. Lie down. Lie in the box, Alistair. Just, just no. I don't. I can't believe it. But it's funny because, like, your attitude to lots of things, being Sometimes in the nicest actually... possible way, very nihilistic. It, it, you feel to me like the perfect candidate for someone who would just sort of, almost like you could fetishize the beauty of death. But you just don't want to not be here. But like you don't even like being here. <laughs> you don't like any of the things that are here. I do. Not, Apart, all right, Energylandia. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big fucking wow. Yeah. Well, it's better not than the fairground, sea. though. It's better than the sea. Let me tell you that. You're, what you're saying that theme parks are better than the sea. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I am. Hell. They are. Oh god. They are. They've given more to humanity. Mm. They are. I don't know what to do with you. But uh, I, I am glad that you... Uh, Certainly better than an independent coffee shop. Let me tell you that. Well, you didn't say any of this when we were in Rust on George Street no, earlier, I did know, you? No, I played along. No, you played along yeah, like a nice like, little customer. Have you got, oh, you've got eggs on toast. Oh, wow, that's incredible. Yeah, with the, with the avocado. With, yeah. the, will the eggs be coquettishly... Will that be, will that be just... On, on the bottom, yeah. is the paprika gonna be? Yeah. You just to play you, that game. You fucking towed the line. Yeah. I had to just... hey, tap to the little machine with your yeah, card, didn't did. you? And I went, oh, and every part of it burned me. But <laughs> just from the point of view of me liking food in my mouth, mm. that food in that coffee shop is absolutely, definitely better and more pleasurable than the food in a chain of any sort. You get the odd one. You'll get something like bills, I think where you it's tell like yourself that. you what? You t- I think you tell you can like. I don't know what to say to you. You can see the difference between something shit and something good. That's real. Mm. You know, like mass-produced sort of like put put it this way. Even just if you go on the continuum or like focus in five p crisps that are supposed to look like an American footballer, <laughs> yeah, called like quarterbacks. Right, sound quite good. And and like you know, a kettle chip. Yes. One of them is a better thing than the other one. Yes. So that's the same continuum. Yeah. No. I mean, I yeah, it's, yeah. A panini that's got stripes painted on it by a low-paid person <laughs> is not the same thing as the Danish lady over there in sugar dough getting up at three in the morning to make this incredible bread out of out of wholesome ingredients. Granted. The loaf is three ninety five. Yeah, this is the thing. 
I don't know. I guess mm. it's better. Yeah, it's better. It's better. You're right. You're right. It's better. But, you know, ultimately, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. But it's fun talking about it. Well, Alistair, mm. um, yeah. it's been a while since we've done this. And also, it's very rare that we do it in the same room. Do you prefer clean feed or sofa? Um, I think sofa. Yeah. I think sofa. Mm. But I will not commit. <laughs> I will not commit to one or eat the other. I'll take a cowardly way out and say I, I genuinely prefer sofa. Yeah, but it's not always possible, is it? So, yeah. like, I think we do pretty well on the phone or on a clean feed. Yeah. Because there's an ex, there's a, it doesn't, this isn't the case with everyone, but with you, there's a sort of tension to it because you feel like you don't think you should be doing it. Yeah, that's all like, been why, case. what is it? That's why there's a few episodes where if you listen back to other Alistair episodes, they start, some of them start like going back, it'd be like we're straight into the shtick where I'm going. Come, come, child. It's time for you to, uh, you know, amuse the customers. Come on, now, now. And I'm being like the bossy one. But then there was like a patch where you'd get on and you'd go, yes, go on. What? What is it? Do the thing. And I'm like, what? Don't say that. The customers will... And you're like, yes, yes, you have the customers, yes. Like you were like resenting doing it. But you were still doing it. And we still had funny chats. But you were... Like it was all below you a bit. Yeah. How do you feel now? Um, no, I feel we're back on an even kilter. Because I've, you know, that's my thing with gratitude. I've always struggled with gratitude. Well. Because I'm, I mean, I said this once, I think, yeah. not to you, but I said, I'm, I thought about it and I said, I don't, I, I really think I'm not grateful for anything. Really... <laughs> <laughs> oh. you, you say that like hand on heart, you, yeah. you just, that isn't there, you can't access it. Uh, oh, God. God. No, but that's that's a big now, one. Now, hang on, I'll caveat that. I, from the uh, you know therapeutic work I've done mm. over the last year or so, mm-hmm. I have been a lot more in touch with the idea of gratitude. The I do, idea. Of well, gra- this is yeah. the thing. Yeah, I yeah. do go. Oh no, that's good. Oh, that's good. That's good. But it's very new. It's very new, and that muscle has oh, is right. so flimsy that I do have to use it because. But generally, like yeah. my default is just to go. Well, I'm just not. I don't. I do not. You know, it's like why should what, I? Yeah, yeah, I don't. Rather than, so you're aware that you could be grateful. That's interesting. I'm just because I I've never thought about it because I I do feel grateful for various things, but in some ways when I think about it, when you make when when I might sit around going oh I think I'll be grateful, and 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 there's a lot of this about in the sort of uh, meditation y universe as well. Mm. is that the advice is sort of to practice gratitude this like is a, it, it is actually a what's the word i'm so bad at like the basics of english not a verb is it a verb no yeah, like, well, you have yeah. To do it yeah, yeah like yeah. um the idea of you have to exercise you've it. got to exercise you've got to yeah you've got to conduct you've got to you've got to summon it i mean you might just feel it but actually you don't just walk around feeling grateful you do. It's one of them. Oh, I got to remind myself that I'm. That's weird. Weird that, isn't it? Yeah. That means it's sort of not on it. Surely it can't be an emotion then, because well, emotions be just simple. happen, don't they? It, yeah. What is it then if it's well, not an emotion? It's almost like 
it then begs the question, it, it feels sort of quite unnatural for us to be grateful, which then begs the question that we are... So it's cultural. We're, we're, we're sort of spiteful creatures who resent more than we are grat- well, grateful for things. We well, are, we're, we're sort of just... It's not a survi- It's Basically, it's not a survival instinct, is it? That's really interesting, yeah. Why would a horse be grateful for, like, oh, I've walked, and or, or, or say a camel... Fucking yeah. hell! Like, I know I've got these humps, but I could do with a fucking oasis for a drink. And then they find one, and they just go, "There is the oasis." And then they drink it, and no doubt they must be feeling like relieved, like, "Oh God, Jesus Christ! Thank yeah. God, thank God!" But then they don't go, "Aren't I a lucky camel to have found this oasis?" <laughs> yeah. Or not? They just go, they'll just either live or die, won't they? Yeah. Whereas we've got this expectation of being like. Because we've got em- because we've developed empathy, mm. we can then relate our circumstances against other the circumstances of other things, and know where we are in the in the on the scoreboard of luck. <laughs> also, I mean? we have entitlement, oh, so yeah. we kind of go none more than you, man. Yeah. <laughs> none more than you, Alistair. Absolutely dripping from your I, every I, pore. Mine isn't like, I think I deserve the Oasis. <laughs> it's like, yeah, good. You just don't think you should have to thank anyone for the Oasis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I certainly don't have to walk mm. from it. It should be there at all times. Wow. Well. On that. Yeah, on that. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't think of a better way of rounding up your inaugural Hove Seaside Brighton and Hove Stupid Hearts Club Sofa Podcast number one. Uh, I don't know what episode it is in, in out there. I think it's about 48-ish. I think it's about... Yes, that's what episode it is. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing your trick where yeah. you leave a, num- uh, a space for a number. We are now going to go and have a cheeky pint before you jump on the train. Yeah. Alistair, I, I deeply respect you coming down here despite... Despite you having to endure me showing you the sea, thanks for coming. Come again soon. Let's keep it going and stay tuned, everyone, because uh, I don't know exactly when this is going to happen, but we uh, have been talking to someone about doing load more Sick Minds episodes. You can go and find Sick Minds where you find your podcasts. That it has been rumbling away slowly, yeah. so like, so it's still out there. Um, if you've never heard it, go and have a listen. Absolutely. And um, if I can just say, we'll end this now. But I hear the the cackle of the seagulls. Oh yeah. In the distance. Yeah. And it makes me realise that I'm grateful that you live here, but I'm even more grateful that I don't. <laughs> there you go. That's you were that's you nearly being empathetic. It is. You're happy that I'm suffering. Something you don't want to suffer. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> but you're liking it. I, I'm happy yes, that you're I like happy, my suffering. But I'm, I'm, yeah, but I don't want any part of your happiness. Yeah, well, you know, early days, early days, but yeah, that's a step in the right direction. Thank you, Alistair. Alistair. See you again, Alistair.
Remember, if you love the show in a deep and probably unhealthy way, you can help support it on an ongoing and stalky basis on patreon.com forward slash stupid hearts club. Uh, your choice. See you soon, you internet weirdos. I'm, I'm one. <laughs>